0: This is the 2% Podcast. A couple of bunghead mates who think they're funny
1: will delve into all of life's mysteries and provide absolutely nothing worthwhile.
2: This is a Podfire Production.
1: On this episode of the 2% Podcast,
2: we talk to Benoa Local and World Surfing League youngster, Liam O'Brien, about his life and surfing career to date. Let's fucking get into Uh, it. I just want milk to taste like real milk.
1: This tastes like full cream milk.
0: And only two, 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 two
1: percent fat. What is up ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone listening around the world. Um, this is our second episode of the 2% podcast. For anyone that didn't listen to the first... My name is Liam, I'm
2: 1%. My name is Jeremy, I'm another percent. Today, uh, we've got a very,
1: very special guest on the podcast. Um, good, good friend of ours. Great friend. Great friend. Great friend. Um, he does go by the name of Liam. What a great name that is, just quietly. Um, it's Liam O'Brien, uh, and he was on the World Surfing League Tour. So, um, we will talk everything surfing related. You know how we said last week, Jez, we'll deep dive into some sports that we don't know. This is one of the ones we don't know <laughs> exactly, right? So we're gonna have a crack at it. Um, hopefully, learn a few things as well along the way. So, Liam, welcome. Thanks for having me, lads. No worries, Good no worries. Um, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about your surfing in a little bit, um, but we'll start off we'll start off with your young self. So what did you do when you were younger? Um, what schools did you go to, sort of thing, and yeah, get to know a bit about you.
0: Yeah, so. well, I went to school with, with you boys. Yeah. Fortune would have it. <laughs> <laughs> what a great time that was. <laughs> no, no, I uh, lived in Benoa, went to Benoa High with you lads. Um, went to Bellevue Primary School, also in Benoa. Yeah. And yeah, not not that much interesting <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. Just
1: a bit of Benoa local, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you had a little bit of a footy career when you were, what age was it? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, s- I played Ozkick which is sort of like the yep. developmental football program for little kids yep. <laughs> when I How was a going? small kid. It went all right. Um, I play, I started playing it down in Melbourne. I lived down there, uh, geez, I would have been about eight or so and then played, moved up here and started playing, um, at Surfers and then that just like transitioned from there into just sort of playing junior footy at Surfers Paradise Footy Club and, um, I played against you. You guys played for Southport, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Southport. I played a few games against you boys.
1: Uh, not too many wins for Southport, I don't Yeah, think. I think you would have beat us every time, I reckon. Yeah, we weren't too good. Yeah, but we yeah we're up and down. Yeah, service, <laughs> we're in a our bit moments. Like that. Um Benoa High School. Now, I know you two were in the Sport Excellence Program. Benoa High School did have a lot of excellence programs. Unfortunately, I didn't make any. I was in the mainstream sort of thing. Not too great at anything. Just level pegged. Um. So, sport excellence. You had to sort of take a test to get in before you came to the school. And the test was pretty easy, might
2: I add. Um, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I, remember um, I think it was a. It wasn't even a beep test. It was a shuttle run. I remember that. And then, uh, uh we threw a ball. If you caught it, you're in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No I know, way. <laughs> I don't remember the test, but
0: I remember being worried about the result. And then I think everyone that tried out got in. Yeah, so I, was like, well, yeah. I think
1: I'll get in. You show up, <laughs> you get in. It's a bunch of spudlies, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's crack up. Um. So, there Maybe were to try it out, Lamb. Yeah, you probably would have made yeah. it. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be in mainstream. <laughs> so I, w- I didn't want to be in the rivalry that the two classes. So there was two classes in the SportX program, and I'm hearing when I was at school, I heard a little bit of beef. Jez, would you like to tell us?
2: Uh, it was a bit of beef, I guess. Uh, we didn't really get along. You didn't like get along. Um, our class was a bit... I'd say we'd be, we were a bit scared. We we're, we're, we're a lot smaller <laughs> than the other class.
0: Um, yeah, we were quite timid, unathletic. <laughs> yeah, we, sport excellence. We are all skinny skinnier, a bit tubby, so... <laughs> Not many of us played sport.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought the requirement was to at least play one sport. There was about half the class that didn't play a sport, so... <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, it was a bit... It was a good rivalry, I reckon. Yeah. We've um, we them in a lot of sports. Uh, I don't really recall what sports they were, but... Uh, we, we did a lot of alternative sports. I remember we did, like, I rock, do remember rock
0: climbing, it. diving. We did Zumba at one <laughs> point. <laughs> that was a good rivalry. That was a great rivalry.
2: Yeah, we're good at the Zumba. It's probably that. <laughs> <Yeah. dead. laughs> at least you won one. Well, I think our class was just good at mooning other, other people. I remember that.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was more of the jokes sort of class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you you're telling me before jazz that the re- you just did not get along one class to the other just um not not get along i don't know what the case was but um it was just one better than the other and they always thought they were too good or
2: we did we did get along with one thing yeah i wouldn't really call it bullying right but there was there was one kid that everyone kind of kind of picked on and um he the, both classes they all got along with it and it was just oh, so like you got along? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. one thing. No, well, we, um. Well done, Jez. He just, he he's a kid that do everything. Okay. He'd just do everything. He used to do it all. I all remember all. we, um, so someone made him stick his hand in an ant's nest for as long as he can. And he stuck his hand in there. And then we thought it was a great idea for all, all of us to just, just just stick our feet on top of his hand and just, <laughs> <laughs> just shove him in. You guys are nice
1: fellas. Yeah, no. I didn't do anything like that at school. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't partake in that, I know, no, right, no, no. for the record. No. <laughs> uh, so, off sport excellence, now there was another sort of rivalry, so you guys always hang out, hung out like next to the um, sports hall, and I decided to plot myself along, I think, end of grade nine, early grade ten, Just, I just looked at all the things I could be in that group, you
2: know, so. Yeah, you weren't really asked to come though, you yeah, kind of no, just I came just, and I sat just, your ass I down and no one my, really liked you, I yeah, don't think, forced my um, way in. yeah. That Here happens we are, a yeah. lot.
1: That happens a lot, but I did enjoy one thing about school. I did, I wasn't really much of a school fan, you know. I didn't, I didn't wake up every day going, "Fuck yeah, school, let's go." That I, wasn't. I, I just managed like to a, get to class. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't know
2: how I did, but just managed to get there.
1: Um, the lunchtime soccer, now it was the only thing I really enjoyed. It did shit me a little bit, and Liam, you can touch on this in a second. That we got lunch from ten forty to eleven twenty. And we only got to play soccer for 20 minutes because the teachers wanted to eat lunch. Like, come on. The kids want to play. Yeah, it was a major political problem at the
0: school. 10.45 to 11, uh, there was no access to a a ball inside the sports hall.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or even a person, to be honest. Yeah. 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 No entry sign
1: held up at the front door. And you get teachers lining up at 11, not ready yet.
2: Like, bros. Half the time they wouldn't even show up. Yeah. That is not good enough. But Yeah, that was... One of the biggest issues we faced each day. Oh, at every school. day. <laughs> and what then we'll time get a, will we get we
1: get into the hall.
2: Uh, we would get in eleven o'clock. We'd be we'd be raring to go. Um, we'd put our ID in for a soccer ball. Yeah. You wouldn't quite get a soccer ball though. It's a little foam ball that. Um,
1: we did have a soccer ball at one stage, and then they said it was too dangerous. Yeah, so I look,
2: believe. we were pelting that thing around. <laughs> but um, you get a little soft ball that um you'd run over, you'd step on, it go behind you. That was that was good fun.
1: <laughs> it was a good rivalry though. Many, I think there was a few scraps, actually, in the time, if I remember. Um, the soccer, it was only 20 minutes long every day, but it was every day. And, you know, you're not always going to get along every day. So um, that was my most enjoyable moment at school. There wasn't much else, but lunchtime soccer, got the dub. Talking about school, Liam, um, I think if there's a world record for the number of days off, you've won it. <laughs> oh, I think when you didn't come to school it was like, oh, where's Liam? No one knows. <laughs> By grade twelve, it was unexpected that you came to school. Like, where were you?
0: I came to school a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was present, I passed.
1: Y- yeah. I um
0: yeah, I was often surfing or pretending to be surfing at yep. least. And uh, yeah, I, I weaseled my way out of a few days of school,
2: <laughs> which I was quite proud about. I wish I knew how to do that. Mine I <laughs> had still got straight A's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how I couldn't even get a C to save my life, but didn't even show up for school and got straight
1: A's. Um, we will get into the surfing now. Enough about our high school adventures. So, talk to us about you know when you kind of knew you had it, you, know, you were good enough to make it. You, your sponsorships, what what sort of transpired in that?
0: Um. Yeah. Well, I honestly, throughout my career, I've always had a lot of I struggle with self doubt. <laughs> So it wasn't for a long time that I actually thought <coughs> I was good enough to make it or it was a possibility. All I knew was that I liked surfing more than anything else. So I was just going to try and prolong that career path for as long as possible. Um, if yeah, if I could, I didn't want to have to go and go to uni or work a normal job as, you know, for as long as I could. So I was just trying as hard as I could to make surfing happen, but in all honesty, yeah, I was um, definitely in doubt of whether or not I'd ever get there. Still am somewhat, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of moments of sort of self-doubt, but I think the point where I really started to realize that maybe it was sort of something viable that I could, I could do was probably 2019. Um, I had a pretty good run on the the qualifying series, which is sort of the tour below the main professional tour and a couple of my really good close friends who I was traveling with that year qualified for the professional tour and, um. Not to be too egotistical, but I like I consider myself, you know, they're equal um, from a skills point of view, and and to see them make it kind of gave me a boost of confidence, and um, yeah, from then on I was like, alright, I think I can, I, think I can make a, make something of this.
1: Yeah, nice. That I wish I had like a sport. I've always wanted to play professional sport. Just not good enough, really.
2: Yeah, mine was AFL, but I didn't quite make it. Of <laughs> mine <all>. was anything.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I didn't care what I did. I just wanted to play professional sport and not go to work. But here I am now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so going back on the Championship Tour, um, that was last year. Hey,
0: when I qualified for this year's Championship Tour.
1: Okay, yeah, yep. Okay, so the one before that is the qualifier series. Yeah, they've
0: yeah. they've sort of done a restructure. There's now three tours. There's yep. the Championship Tour, a thing called the Challenger Series, which feeds onto the Championship Tour, and then the qualifying series below that. And last year was the first year they ran the Challenger Series, so I, I did that tour and, and managed to qualify onto the Championship Tour.
1: Well, well done. <laughs> uh, very nice. Yeah, so qu- how did you get into sort of the qualifying series? Was there steps, you know, that just local tournaments? Was it anything in particular? Or
0: Yeah, so pretty much when I started, it was a little all over the place, but um, there were a number of different rated events, and their, their rating just corresponded to how many points you got if you won. So there were 10,000 events, 6,000 events, 3,000, 1,500, and 1,000. And they'd only let around 120 people into each event and it'd go off the ratings at that time on the qualifying series. So to start off, you start with no rating. So you kind of got to just yep. go around and chase 1,000 events. Yep. Um, and before that, there's also like the junior tour and, and that sort of thing, but it doesn't really have much of a bearing on okay. qualifying series. Um, and I had a reasonable go at the junior tour, got a few good results and, you know, I was sort of gaining some traction there. And then the year after I finished school, I decided to give the, the uh, qualifying series a proper crack. But, of course, I had no ratings, so, you know, I had to start in the 1,000s. Yep. Um And I remember there was a number of 1,000 events in Australia, and I signed up, did them all, thought, you know, like, I'll probably – I don't expect to win, but I'll get through a few heats. And I lost, like, first heat in every single of the, one of those contests. Really? And I was so defeated. I was just like, wow, this is, this is heavy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting nowhere. Sure. I'm going backwards. Yeah. Um, and then as that year played out, I was lucky, I, you know, I got to like travel to a lot of different places, um, to compete because you kind of had to chase events that no one else was in because you yep. had no rating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went to a few different obscure places around the world to do these events and just went really poorly yeah. <laughs> the whole time. And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, coming toward the end of that year, I was in a headspace of, all right, I think I'm, I'm going to have to give this away. Yeah, like, this yeah. just, isn't working. Um, this isn't my year. And then at the end of the year, they they put some events on in Australia last minute, and I um, managed to win one actually just out of the blue. And yeah. went, oh okay, and it was like a bit of a, a um, confidence boost sure. yeah, confidence boost, a bit of a carrot dangled. I went, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll keep going around. Yeah. And uh, the next year, the same sort of thing happened. we I had a really horrible start, and then finished with like a, a few wins in the end of the year, and then. That bring, that brought me to – that was 2018. So then that brought me to 2019. And because of those wins, I had I accrued enough points to um, get myself into the 10,000 events and the bigger events. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I had a bona fide crack at really trying to qualify for the tour. And I ended up 20th that year. And that was that year I was talking about where a few of my friends qualified.
1: Mm-hmm. What is the qualification position?
0: Uh, the top 10. Top the 10. Top 10, yeah. So, yeah, the top 10 guys on the – well, at the time, qualifying series, now challenger series – would move on to the championship tour and the bottom 10 on the championship tour would drop off. Nice.
1: Yeah. Well congrats, you know, you're sticking <laughs> with it for sure. <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. People just let it go a little bit too easy and just like drop down, but you just got to keep going a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Th- that is pretty true though. There's a lot of guys that you see even in surfing, I'm sure it's the same for most oh, sports yeah. that are really, really talented, but just get disillusioned with it too quickly and, just you know, don't make the first I don't one. Like you this. Know, especially yeah.
1: when we were playing footy. you know. I know a lot of really talented players especially when I was playing footy and they didn't make the first you know because it was I won't say biased, but you know it was a lot harder, especially just in the Austral- Australian football or the Gold Coast sort of leagues because a lot of coaches that were like South Coast coaches to you know bigger sort of Queensland coaches were, were fathers.
0: And yeah then, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of subjectivity to s- football yeah. selections and, and yeah, like you said a bit
1: of bias so um I know a lot of a lot of good AFL players who didn't quite you know stick with it because of the results and you know, yeah. the shows
0: but yeah that said I mean no one likes losing but yeah, yeah it's, there's something to be said for just keeping your head down and and keep chip, keeping to keeping on chipping away at something um and eventually the door will open for you Oh
1: for sure um so your experiences around the world Where's your best experiences been so far? You know, it doesn't have to be surfing. It can be, like, just places you've been and you're going, wow, this is something different, and I absolutely fucking love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, with surfing, i been very fortunate to travel to some yeah. spots that I'd never really want to go to otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah. Some good, some bad. Um, but I actually I, – I, the first year I did the tour, or the, the qualifying series, I got to go to Europe and um, South Africa and some really cool places – but um, at that time, I was just so focused on competing and, mm-hmm. and the event that I never really took the place in and, and um, you know, really sort of embraced the culture and, yeah, and tried yeah. to experience the place. Uh, that was That's definitely been a big learning curve throughout my career is just trying to balance, obviously, surfing and being competitive but also switching off yeah. and then, you know, just being having some gratitude
1: for where you are yeah, and what down, you're doing. I feel like downtime's a big thing, especially for athlete, for athletes, especially, like, yeah, um, just... The it, most of it, really. Yeah, winding down. You know, it's you've you've spent so much to get to the point where you're at, and just to be able to switch off is a very very hard thing. It's actually not noticed in or spoken about in a lot of sort of sport aspects, but I think it's one of the biggest things is to be able to play the sport, and then when you get home, you know, switch completely off and c- focus on something else that you enjoy doing. I think that's a it's a winning mentality in my in my sort of head. So. Um. Yeah, it's it's a good thing to do. I, I think. What do you think, Jez?
2: Yeah, I think it's a good thing to do as well. But um, I don't know. Maybe don't go too hard as well. Yeah. If you I don't know, burn yourself out, you might. Yeah, you don't want to push things. You know, you might be too hard to compete yeah. the next day as well.
0: Oh yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, like one of the biggest things is just being able to. Be like, it's almost a contradiction, but be really into the preparation Mm -hmm. and what you need to do to have yourself performing the best you can, but then also not be too attached to the result and not be getting stressed about not getting good results when you're doing a lot of good preparation. Um, I think I've found that, that, you know, just presenting your best every single time will eventually lead to a good result. Um, But uh, yeah, like, as I said in the beginning, I just, you know, really put in a lot of hard work. And then, you know, surfing's a really unpredictable sport yeah, because it's, it's the fun. ocean and, like, lose first heat and just be so oh, frustrated yeah. and go, well, all right, I just did everything I could. Yeah. I'm not getting anywhere. What? Why is this happening? Do you get really mad if, like,
2: when you do your heat, there's, like, no good waves and the <laughs> next heat it's just, like, massive waves coming in?
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a frustrating <laughs> thing. Um, but not, I mean, not so much anymore. Uh, that's just been all part of the learning process and understanding that, you know, you can only control what you can control. Yeah. Um but yeah to answer your question earlier about you know places i've gotten to go and and all that sort of stuff um as i've sort of learned about like you said switching off and and like to do to switch off just to go out and just experience a place and you know you i don't know go for a hike up a mountain yeah, or yeah. just go to somewhere different do something different to what you'd normally do um i s- sort of started doing that more recently and um yeah i've i've always had a really good time in europe like yep. france portugal really nice. like that area um and yeah, yeah, that's always a good zone. Been to some pretty average zones as well. Yeah, where, where <laughs> have they been? Just, um, just like not to bag on yeah, not China, to bag China. But okay, I've yeah. been to China for an event and the waves were just abysmal. Really? <laughs> like barely yeah. breaking. And the place was a bit of a culture shock. So that's, that's probably yeah. on my maybe don't go back yeah, spot yeah. list. But so it's still cool to go. say
1: there. France and Portugal in terms of like surfing sort of, sort of stuff? bit of both.
0: I mean, yeah. I really like the culture yep. over there. Um, place is really cool. Some really, really cool sure.
1: architecture. Yeah.
0: Good food. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the waves are, are good on top of that, which always helps as yeah, a surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Where's, um, um,
1: what's been the biggest like sort of waves you've, you've seen? Where, where has that been? Is that in Australia? Um, anywhere else?
0: Yeah. Or I mean, there's big waves all over the place, yeah. uh, but frequently Hawaii, Hawaii is always the spot with the biggest waves. Yep. Um, yeah they just get battered by big swells in their winter yeah. time mm-hmm. um, and yeah i've been going to hawaii for a long time now it's a bit of a focal point in the surf world um it's where a lo- there's a lot of events there it's just like a just in terms of building building your skill set yeah. and um, learning is to surf tough? a ton of different waves it is um, I,
1: i've heard like sort of hawaii is kind of tougher
0: it's it like is tough yeah it's like re- obviously really intimidating waves cuz yeah, it's yeah, huge yeah, for sure <laughs> and I then
2: Intimidating locals on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm scared of heist as it is. And and the water, so it's probably not yeah, great. I, honestly,
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I went in the ocean. Yeah, so... Like, it's been that long. Um, oh, I do not tell I, you. I, don't, I don't mind the ocean. I, I'm shit scared of the animals in the ocean. But, sand. Oh. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's glorified you just, dirt. You just can't get away from it. Like, <laughs> you have a shower and it's still somehow yeah, it's there. It's still there
2: a couple of days later, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Like... Get into bed Next morning You're like What is that? Sand How? How twice (laughs) You're kidding (laughs) Oh I couldn't
2: believe it It kind of makes me feel bad About all the um, The travel Liam's been doing I haven't even been Outside of Australia Yeah I've actually only went to Melbourne Like last week Yeah you got to go to Melbourne finally I've been to to Darwin and the Gold Coast That's about it (laughs) (laughs) From Darwin (laughs) Loves Darwin
1: Um, Yeah so Jez anything you want to add?
2: Um I just want to know how, that, um, how your injury happened, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so started this year in Hawaii. Um, last year I did the Challenger Series, as I said, and, and qualified for the championship tour, which is sort of something I've really wanted to do for a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's like sucks. the ultimate dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I got to Hawaii really early to practice um, for the pipe event at Pipeline on the north shore of Hawaii. And, yeah, just surfing for probably three weeks in advance. Um, the waves were really good the whole time. Probably took a lot of wipeouts and stuff, but, yeah, no injuries. Yep. But over there, you're like, it's pretty dangerous. So you're always kind of thinking, like, when's, <laughs> when's my yeah, time yeah. for an injury going to come? And, yeah, the morning of the event, I paddled out for a warm-up surf, yeah, and yeah. it was really crowded. I couldn't really get a wave, and I just sort of took this little one to go in. and I sort of took off, pulled into the barrel, and then the wave wobbled, and somehow my, foot, my back foot got flipped over. As it wobbled, and then the wave did something you call clamping, which is when it just sort of shuts abruptly and all the force of the wa- – all the water just sort of pushes you down. And um, it clamped on me, and, and because my foot had flipped over, I kind of got pushed down on top of my foot with it up the wrong way. Yeah. And pretty much the best way I can describe it is just like a, an extreme rolled ankle. And I ended up um, breaking my fibula and tearing a few ligaments in my ankle.
1: Damn, so how, how long is that out of the game?
0: Um, initially I was told four months, mm-hmm. but I've, so far with rehab, it's looking like it might be a bit closer to three, three and a half.
1: And, you're looking, and you go straight back on tour after that or?
0: Um, unfortunately the issue this year is they've introduced a half year cutoff. Okay. So after the first five events of the year on tour, the bottom 10 drop off instead of at the, the end of the year. Okay. So I might get back for one of those first five, but maybe not. So yeah. I might just be sort of relegated
1: straight to the back to the Challenger Series. And that, where you go, so is there any, you know, if you get relegated, is it a lot harder to come back or is it just the sort of same sort of process?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, same process. It's like That that Challenger Tour is really, really tough. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. a lot, a lot of yeah. guys that are really, really competent and... Um, deserve to be on the the championship tour and like you know there's a there's only a scant amount of guys that make it you know, 10 guys yeah. and there's only 32 guys in total on that pro tour um so yeah it's definitely tricky yeah uh, and I'm not going to just expect to you know come back down there and just you know walk oh, cake yeah, walk sure. back to the tour okay. but um having said that like having done it once you definitely have a bit of uh confidence and a and a bit more experience um in terms of how to do it and, and what it takes yeah um, and, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm confident I could do it again, but I guess it, yeah, it just depends how, first of all, how well my ankle heals yep. and how long it takes to get me get myself back to um, my peak performance, and then also just you know, how it all plays out, yeah, like Jez sure. said
1: before, <laughs> whether the ocean's nice to you or not. <laughs> <something>. <laughs> Jez making those cheeky comments. Um, oh, like we'll, we'll switch off surfing. We appreciate you talking about everything to do with surfing. I learned actually a lot today. Yeah. Um, you watch any sport, other sports in your downtime? Yeah, yeah. Still
0: watch, um, still watch the the footy, the AFL, a yeah. fair bit.
1: What team you support?
0: Uh the Richmond Tigers.
1: Oh boy, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Carlton supporter, and I'm happy to bet the amount of money you would like to bet on Carlton wins round one this year. Oh, <laughs> 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 some joking. ambitious
0: Carlton supporters. No, not ambitious. I've William got them spoon top four. holders, <laughs> top, four.
1: Oh, top <laughs> four. Yeah, he's, he's got him high up when he list. <laughs> um yeah footy preview i'm so keen for the footy this year um it's just my way of shutting down and turning everything off i just there's nothing better than coming home opening a beer and just sitting down and watching the footy i love it i love it i love it it's Um, a great ritual oh it's great (laughs) it's great um we appreciate your time um and appreciate you coming on the potty Uh, it was great to talk Jez. Anything to add?
2: Oh, I'd just like to uh, add the um, the the fan questions we got here. Oh yeah, the fan questions. We got questions. a couple of fan questions. Yeah, we questions. do. Um, we got a we got a question from a uh, big wob from Queensland. Big wob from Queensland. Big wob from Queensland. What's he got? He uh, he just wants to know what's your favorite establ- drinking establishment. Doesn't have to Ooh. be on the Gold Coast. Could Drink be any establishment.
1: Could be um, a club. Could be a pub. Could be a bar. I
0: guess in keeping in theme with the. Uh, Banoa localism, I'll have to go to the Benoa Tavern. I love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Benoa Tavern. Tab. Rep Benoa Tavern. Had great some good pub, nights there. Pub.
2: Didn't you spend a couple of times there for uh, hospitality classes?
1: No, I didn't. No. You didn't? No. I wish I did.
2: I thought you were, I, I, remember, I remember there was a, a little thing there. I don't know, I was in RTR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got Chris from Melbourne. Uh, when did you realise we you just, could... We just sort of stated that, yeah, uh, when did yeah. you realise you could
1: make it? Um, I mean surfing kind of, we'll, we'll add to that point, I guess, from yep. Chris from Melbourne, um, sort of at the stage at school, you know, when you were leaving for surfing, did you know you had it? Like, did you know, did you feel like, oh, I'm going, I'm leaving school, I'm going surfing. Was that sort of something that you kind of felt growing up?
0: Oh, de- def- definitely a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I didn't just leave school and go, oh, I think I'm just going to go surfing. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> it was yeah. it was definitely a dream of mine and something I'd always worked to, you know, all throughout school I'd always trained and, you know, gone training before school. I surfed before school every morning, um, all that sort of stuff. So it wasn't just something I woke up with this yeah, yeah. spontaneous idea that I was going to go surfing. Yeah. Um, There's no school today. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely um, wasn't like, sure of what the what the process was you know i was like oh, i think i want to do that but i have no idea whether i'm that good or not or yeah. like if it's even achievable um and i just sort of wanted to go and ha- give it a try and, and see it'd you hard I could to get.
2: tell if you're good or not if you're just well, surfing by yourself really yeah i mean i had done
0: off. like i was doing junior contests and things yeah, yeah. um and doing not very well <laughs> so <S laughs> i wasn't getting all the good indicators <laughs> but um yeah like i said it was just it was what i really wanted to do and um yeah, I kind of had that like first year, that gap year to go and give it a try, and if I didn't get anywhere, I guess I was kind of just throw the roll up the leads at that point. But yeah, um, so
1: this that follows into the next question. It's Tom from Toronto. Um, what would you be doing if you weren't surfing?
0: Um, <laughs> probably not much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: I think I'd hope I'd be finished with the university, but who knows? Yeah, what would you do at uni? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know? Oh. <laughs> Something like math, science area, maybe? I, I'm not too sure.
1: Don't worry. I tried university about five times. <laughs> five? I thought it was ten. Oh, it could be ten. I don't oh. know. I just drop out. I see the first assignment, I'm like, nope. I think you did a, a, solid, <laughs> I think
2: you did a solid two weeks in uni out of the whole, whole ten times you tried. Yeah,
1: probably. It's not good. Just, I just always had that thought, you know, I finished school, fucking hated school, and then... <laughs> university straight, how, I don't know how people do it, just go 12 years through school, 13 or whatever it is, and then bang, university, like more school.
2: I struggle with school as it is. And uh, I, got, I remember I got my first B and I was cheering. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how this is even happened. How did we get here?
1: Did
2: you fail any classes? Um, I don't think I, no, I know I failed one class. It was Marine because um, I, I couldn't answer a question right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about. That's right. usually how it happens as uh, well. Yeah, the only <laughs> class I ever failed was uh, hospitality. What about you, Liam, like, I don't recall you getting anything under a B, to be honest. Um. Yeah, straight A student.
0: Oh, I, I remember in graphics, uh, really lazily. Our graphics class was sort of a facade for just coming in and playing games yeah, on yeah. our computers how all, good all were the time. Yeah, games? We <laughs> right, like, have like online Halo lobbies, yeah. LAN parties of like Track twenty Mania. people. <laughs> <Track> <laughs> <Mania>. <laughs> I remember Minecraft. Minecraft was. Yeah, Minecraft a oh. lot.
1: <laughs> It was... I had so much fun playing games with Benoit. Like, that's the thing I miss as well. Like... (laughs) I know you're not meant to do it, but it's fun. Well, one of the great We're having things fun. you had got some locked fun by on the, games. Te- the teacher.
2: Mr. Mott would lock our computers and we have to walk them up to IT to get them unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are they locked for? I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> when
0: everyone realised that you could um, join a LAN party without being on the Wi-Fi, so they yeah. couldn't use that sort of screen monitoring yeah. software <laughs> anymore. Everyone's screens
1: are blank. I remember heaps of kids getting um, in trouble for track mania names. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair Mr Mort didn't help us because he gave us just like a video to watch and then a sheet at the end of it and someone just watched the video and everyone just copied the sheet the click view sheets yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wanted us to play games in class yeah. <laughs> I think the do
0: your click view when you're done you can go outside and play handball <laughs>
1: alright I think that's going to wrap us up um, I appreciate Liam you coming on the podcast Jez well done again
2: I try my best like as always
1: just a great co-host you are yeah yeah Um, don't do much yeah you do and yeah appreciate you you guys all listening and two percent out
2: uh uh, i just want milk to taste like real milk this
1: tastes like full cream milk and only
0: two 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 percent fat